and live let's live better this morning we are joined by homeopathic doctor uh, uh, dr um Kukune, and she is also affectionately known as dr Tol. she's going to be taking us through pre-diabetes and um, how homeopathy can help us to avert a full-on blown diabetes thank you very much for joining us beautiful doc good morning Good morning, Mandura. Good morning, Aitima. It's been a while. How are you? Yeah, we've missed you. We are strong. <laughs> Challenged on every side, but we forge forward. How are you doing, Doc? Amen. Yes, I'm well. I'm blessed. I'm feeling good this morning. Thank you for having me. So, what is pre-diabetes? Yes. So, before I jump into answering that question, I just wanted us to cover this um, one of the most dominant chronic diseases, um, not just only in South Africa, but in the world, which is diabetes. But I wanted people to understand first that before a person is actually diagnosed with diabetes, they become pre-diabetic. And um, this is where uh, preventative measures are nice, you know, because then you can actually reverse it. So pre-diabetes is a condition where your blood sugar levels also known as blood glucose levels, are higher than normal, uh, or rather higher than the normal value whenever we do a test. But they're also not high enough for one to be fully diagnosed with type 2 diabetes. That is it. So there is also little or no symptoms, and in such instances, special investigations such as doing blood tests actually come into play. They become very vital for us. And I love that with being pre-diabetic, it doesn't always end in doom when you obviously do uh, apply yourself in order to assist in reversing the whole situation. So meaning it will never get to uh, type 2 diabetes if you actually make the changes to actually reverse it, which is lovely. And just quickly explaining how this goes um, in simple terms. Mm, before yes. you explain how how the the transition from pre-diabetes to uh, type two diabetes works, uh, Doc, you say at, at most times you can't see this pre-diabetes unless you do blood tests. You it is quite a hidden thing. There's no signs and symptoms. But I've heard of children, and this is what scares me: children who are diabetic, uh, diabetic, um, full on on insulin. Is they are there any links to hereditary, um, you know, transmissions of pre-diabetes? I don't know if I'm putting it right when I say transmissions, but is it hereditary? Actually, it is. So um, that is actually part of one of the contributing factors to one uh, developing diabetes. Um, if there's a family history of it, meaning your parents have it, or your siblings, one of them, doesn't have to be all of them, then it means that you also stand a greater chance or you're at a high risk of developing it. Um, jumping into that one, as you made mention of it, with kids, which we'll discuss further in the next um, um, following weeks, uh, if they're so young and they are diabetic or born with it, you know, then it's a type 1 
uh, diabetes, then the one that you acquire as you grow older due to lifestyle and uh, all these triggers around the world or around your environment, rather, then it would be type 2. But as I said, we'll jump into it furthermore. The contributing factors that you've just mentioned is very, very important to acknowledge and factor it all the time because then it can help us deal accordingly and appropriately so with a person who has a family history of it. And to all, like constantly tell them how it is they can maintain the level of not getting it. Like on my side, I it's very close to home diabetes and that's why I've got a great interest when it comes to it. Mom and dad, both maternal and paternal side, literally have um, diabetes um, and they've been diagnosed. Therefore, it is important for me to make sure that I always take care of myself so that I, get, I don't get to that level. You know, that's mm. important. Yeah. So you say we're going to go a bit deeper into what pre-diabetes is and how does it transition uh, into uh, diabetes type 2. Please uh, go yes. ahead. Yes, ma'am. We'll be doing that. Uh, yeah, we'll be learning that. Oh, okay, cool. So, um, so the most Let's just jump into the contributing factors of it, which is being overweight. So when you are 20% or more of the targeted weight that you should be according to your height, you know, as well as gender, even male or female, then that's where you actually increase your risk of getting diabetes. And why this is the case is because you, you, you get into a condition where we call it insulin resistance. And this is what I wanted to slightly explain about what happens in the body when somebody gets to a point of being pre-diabetic. This mm-hmm. is when the body is not actually using uh, sugar well, or what we call glucose well in the system. So we eat not only for enjoyment, but we actually eat to get nutrients from the food so that it gives us energy for the body to utilize. But when that happens, so when you eat, you digest your food that goes into the liver, and then the liver needs to transport it into the bloodstream. So when that happens, um, the liver will send in all the digestive food, which is now in nutrient and glucose form, into the bloodstream, and therefore your blood sugar levels rise. Then you've got a hormone called insulin, and that hormone is the one that the body will produce so that it can actually be the middleman between the sugar levels in the blood and the cells in the body, so that the, the cells can actually take up the sugar and use it for energy. So in pre-diabetes, it means that it's either not producing enough insulin, so the pancreatic gland, which is the one responsible for producing insulin, it's either it's already strained and it's not producing enough, therefore the blood sugar levels only stay raised. Or it's either it's producing enough but also being overwhelmed because why? The cells are no longer recognizing the insulin. That's what we call insulin resistance. So this is just literally having your blood sugar levels high, constantly high, in your system, which is not good. So lifestyle mm-hmm. as well, where we eat in processed and highly refined foods will play a role. Less activity in our uh, life, as well as smoking and drinking can affect us. And the people mm-hmm. who are at a higher risk than the rest is mostly people who have hormonal imbalance, mostly a condition called PCOS. Women tend to suffer with it, and one day will cover their protein as a whole. High cholesterol affects it, high blood pressure does as well. And one that is very sad that tends to happen is when women who are pregnant are diagnosed with gestational diabetes, meaning you get diabetes when you're pregnant. But then it clears off once you give birth. But 
on another side, you are still standing a greater chance of being pre-diabetic if you don't constantly take care of your health. So that's how it is. Mm. Okay. So now mm. when we are looking at uh, pre-diabetes, um, yeah. are, are there any other pre, um, you know, um, co- or contributing and risk factors for one to consider? Like, for instance, age, uh, you've mentioned pregnancy, you've mentioned diet and lifestyle, but are there any others that we should bear in mind? Uh, so most importantly, um, as I said, it's the family history part. So if mm-hmm. you don't have signs and symptoms or showing little meaning, because what happens is that pre-diabetes uh, for long term, it can go on for five years, it can go for 10 years, but... I don't, I'm not saying that people should stay in that corner. You know, you shouldn't stay in that corner because you're not sure about it. So if you have one of the contributing factors or risk factors that I've mentioned, that is your lifestyle is not that good, you're not active, you are overweight to even obese, and most importantly, it's the abdominal weight gain, the fat that we gain around our belly. That one indicates or points a lot to being insulin resistant, and that is a scary one. And then mostly you, um, with age, from age 35 and older, that's where our system tends to be more triggered towards being pre-diabetic, so it's important to take extra care. However, children can still get it, as you've mentioned. You see, So these are factors that you need to consider, and if you're not showing any signs and symptoms, then it would be nice to actually come through uh, to our premises, which is at Nature's Relief, to actually help you get a quick and comprehensive health screening that includes checking your blood sugar levels. Because the problem is the complications of the pre-diabetes long-term is that it damages the heart, the blood vessels, the kidneys, as well as the nerves. This is where you get lower back pain. This is where you get the pins and needles on your toes and fingers, you know. And this is where you feel chest pain and you feel like your circulation is sluggish and you've got heavy legs and so forth. So because you're still in the pre-diabetic phase, these symptoms will happen randomly once in a while and so forth. Then eventually when it's starting to progress now into becoming type 2 diabetes, that's where you get it more uh, often than you actually realize. Mm-hmm. And yep. these signs are signs that a lot of people experience and ignore because, oh man, I, I, I wasn't feeling okay just, just now and then just now I'm a bit better. So we move yeah. on. Um, yeah. We ignore them and sometimes we'll account them to fatigue or being too busy or being a bit uh, <laughs> nervous or anxious and it, it passes. So the fact that there are no signs or symptoms um is a very big concern when it comes to pre-diabetes. Take us through the sort of homeopathic remedies, because you've spoken about the screening that you have um, uh, um, at Nature's Relief. Firstly, let's talk about the screening before we go to remedies. How does the screening work? We are scared of being pricked. We, we, we are scared of being intruded on upon. <laughs> so how does the screening you speak about uh, work? So, uh, yes, at Nature's Relief, what we do is we offer a full body scan that is non-painful, it's least invasive or rather non-invasive, and it literally takes 60 seconds. So you literally put in your hand 
over a small uh, machine that is linked to a computer, and it's actually picking up your magnetic field of the whole body. So the certain the frequency that each and every cell in your body vibrates at, and it shouldn't be too much, it shouldn't be underperforming, it should be moderate. So this actually gives us a very good indicator as to where your blood sugar levels are, as well as the insulin in your blood sugar levels, and it also checks how well your pancreas, which is the gland responsible for regulating your blood sugar levels by producing insulin or other hormones, is performing. So for people who are afraid of needles, that's where we normally start. But if honestly we do see that from the scan, the pancreas is complaining and also even the blood sugar levels are not doing good, then we actually have to move on to a finger prick and that's where we start. That finger prick test is able to detect your sugar levels uh, for that day, whether you haven't eaten for more than eight hours, which is called a fasting glucose, or you've just had a meal. It will give us the right indicators, and we actually know the values that we need to follow suit in order for us to either do a person pre-diabetic or not. Then even when that one comes back worrisome, unfortunately, but also fortunate, which is a good thing, we are able to send for um, lab tests so that that one can give us a more detailed view of your blood glucose levels as an individual for the past three months. So we can check the consistency and how well your pancreas has been functioning, it's releasing insulin and so forth. So you see, you are actually able to get uh, very comprehensive, detailed information about your sugar levels despite that you don't show any signs or symptoms. And then that could actually help with your mental status as well to keep you at ease, knowing that you're all good. And it doesn't have to be a constantly regular thing. It can be once in a while, hence we call it a health screening. But if obviously there's a bit of concern, then you can always say come back again after we've put you on certain supplements, homeopathic formulas that could help reverse the whole situation just for us to double check it. Mm, okay. Yeah. All right, I, I hear you. I hear you about the screening. So nothing to fear. Uh, the first yeah. step via homeopathy is quite uh, simple. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, we look at uh, the remedies and uh, ways that we can avert full-on diabetes. We are joined by Dr. Tolls, uh, who's a homeopathic doctor. We're talking pre-diabetes and how homeopathy is able to help avert the signs, symptoms, and, um, and, and, and also negative impact of a full-blown diabetes if one is pre-diabetic. Uh, if you'd like to join in the conversation, 0614-104-107 is our WhatsApp number. Dr. Tolls, so we, we need to talk now what can be done. You know, what are the remedies? What are the solutions for one who's pre-diabetic? Mm-hmm. Uh, so homeopathic remedies, as we've previously explained or talked about, is that we know they are holistic, meaning they cover the mental, the emotional, and the physical pain. Uh, so this would actually help even when stress is a trigger towards uh, one becoming pre-diabetic. Uh, 
and we will discuss this in the next uh, following weeks in detail. So with the homeopathic remedies that I formulate in my practice and at the what you call the fifth nature's relief as well, is our focus is not only looking at regulating your blood sugar levels, but also supporting the vital organs in, involved in maintaining and balancing your blood sugar levels, or rather the ones that also take a knock the most when your sugar levels are out. So you, you've mentioned that they, you tend to have damages to the heart, the blood vessels, the kidneys, as well as the nerves. So we want to make sure that uh, we heal and repair those, as well as also maintain how they function optimally. The other key ones are the pancreas, which is the one responsible in producing and releasing insulin into the system to drop the blood sugar levels, and also the liver, which is engaged in storing um, excess fat, meaning storing excess sugar that you could have maybe overindulged in something and the body can utilize it all at once for energy, they will store it and also in other places as well, obviously, to be stored. But the liver would normally take a knock the most. So the homeopathic formulas also help remind the body on how to actually perform optimally when it comes to those functions. So sometimes it might be that you are being pre-diabetic because that specific organ, which is the liver or the pancreas, is not doing well, um, or it's overexcited, so it's overworking itself. So the, the formulations that we have actually created help to remind the body that this is a frequent you function at and this is what we're going to do for you, which is great because that, therefore it means there's no side effects and customized for you. Supplementation that also complements homeopathic remedies would be more of your moringa leaf, and I talk a lot about it, I think I've mentioned it here and there, because it's a superfood that is good, and at Nature's Believe, we actually have one excellent one that is combined with fulvic acid. And what this does is that it actually complements the homeopathic remedies by also assisting with damages occurring in any of the body, not just the one uh, designated to helping diabetes not to come to existence, but rather throughout the whole body, healing and rejuvenation of the cells and preventing further damages. The Moringa leaf does that with the fulvic part in it. And then it also helps with balancing the hormones itself and also assist with making one very sensitive to insulin to prevent that abdominal weight gain. That is one red flag. So we look at other formulations as well, according to what a person would have said, I sporadically have the chest pain, the pins and little pain in my toes and fingers, or I even struggle with sleep because that can put you out of balance. So we look at magnesium, which is another important or essential mineral that a lot of diabetic people are deficient on, and even a person who's not diagnosed with diabetes tends to be deficient on because magnesium is utilized for so many things. It's a nutrient, it helps balance sugar levels, it's good for relaxing muscles, as well as contributes towards blood pressure dropping because it relaxes the blood vessels. So it also plays a very good role with a person pre-diabetic to help assist in all those parts. But honestly speaking, uh, you know, Patricia, I always say we have these supplements, we have these homeopathic remedies, which are great. But I always look at making food our medicine because it's sustainable, you can maintain it, and it covers the whole family. It's not only selfish and looking at one person. And this would actually help reverse it much quicker 
if a person can also apply themselves on making sure that they're eating the healthy foods that are needed and they're incorporating some physical activity in their daily routine, managing stress well, which is most important, and also staying at a healthy weight. That will help reverse all these pre-diabetic symptoms so that you can be normal, even with a family history of it. As I said, on my side, it's closer to home. So this mm-hmm. is where we come through as Nature's Relief to help guide you accordingly to what your body needs, the benefits of it, and which portion we can actually take. Um, and this is where we're going to talk about intermittent fasting in the next session or eating small portions and frequently because our bodies love a pattern. And when you establish a pattern, it means you will also help uh, give um, what you call these glands that function in co- producing hormones a breather because they know when exactly you will need to use the hormone or when not to in that way. Mm, mm, mm. Sure, Doc. So there are ways uh, that we can avoid full-on diabetes. And uh, can this be a general lifestyle for everyone, uh, whether you are predisposed to diabetes or not? Yes, it can. Though uh, there is no one-size-fits-all. That's where, as I said, that I come through um, with Nature's Relief where you can give us a call or come through and then we see where there's um, deficiency in your system through the scan, you know, and where also it is that your body would agree with certain foods and not agree with it. So this is more of an individualized approach when it comes to diabetes. But yes, we do know that more than 80% of healing or making sure that we reverse uh, the situation of not getting to diabetes is through diet. So it is important mm-hmm. that we have a one-on-one uh, sit-down with the person just to guide them accordingly. And um, knowing that we humans, we want that reward part from food because the beauty that we were created with is that we don't only eat for fueling our bodies, but we also eat for enjoyment. It's mm-hmm. to keep that spark going in a person with a relationship with food, but now for them to make better choices and which foods would actually complement the not so great food so that you start to balance a balance, balance in life. And as I always preach, we are in a preventative business. And when a person is in this stage, being pre-diabetic, it's more about being in a preventative business so that it can be reversed and all can be well. Okay. I'm glad that there are ways that we can get assisted. Um, mm-hmm. um, Doc, please uh, tell us how do 18 months get in touch with you at Nature's Relief. So my contact details are 063-502-2974. I repeat, 063-502-2974. By email, I go by Dr. T. Sikukuni at icloud.com. And lastly, on all social media platforms, I'm Dr. Tal. I thank you, dear. Thank you so very much, Dr. Tals. Uh, we always appreciate you. A pleasure it is and humbled to be here. You have a blessed love for the day.